when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Hello, mate. You're right. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, all good. Your hair's growing very long. Thank you. Do you know what I did today? I've stopped um, putting heat on my hair. <laughs> you're like Monica from Friends. It's the humidity. <laughs> what do you mean? So I decided today because it's so hot that I wouldn't blow dry my hair and I'd just leave it. Is that you natural? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, it's working because it's hot. Yeah. I think. <laughs> if it wasn't, it would be like. For goodness sake, yeah. have a have a blow dry woman. No, you look great. You look glowy. Thank you. How's Thanks. the bubba? All good? She's lovely. Yeah. yeah. How's your flipping crazy month <laughs> of working? Nearly coming to an end. I'm crawling into Ibiza on Sunday. Get me to the White Isle. Um, so today we, um, it's a it's a really lovely subject that we're talking about today. It's a subject that is something that we really felt we wanted to cover. Absolutely. We've had so many messages about IVF saying you guys need to have a discussion about it. It's something that Georgia and I have never been through. So we can't really say how traumatic and how stressful and how upsetting it can be. No, or talk through the process because I guess until you're in it, you don't know, um, you know, the ins and outs and mm. exactly what you go through. Mm. But for one thing I will say is that um, my sister-in-law had IVF and she has twins, a boy and a girl, wow. Zach and Lois. Um, and I had no idea what she went through yeah. at the time. Mm. And I just, not I look at her in a different way, but I have the, the most respect for her and her husband and everything mm. they obviously went through to get to, um, you know, being parents. Mm. And it's, what, just, it's an incredible. It, it's so it's thing, incredible. It? Yeah. yeah. You take it for granted as well, falling pregnant, as, you, you know, as easy as, as you and I did, even though there, I had. You know, a little bit going on at the beginning with my fertility. Nothing on the scale of what people go through when they're having to go down that road, and it can be well. We 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 chatted to to um, Megan Stevens last week, and she came into us. Now she is a friend of mine. She actually is married to my hairdresser. She is also um, a blogger. Uh, she's Mama Megan Stevens on Instagram. She speaks about it a lot. She goes into a lot of detail about what she went through to get her baby, and we thought who better to kind of come in and, and lift the lid on IVF. Yeah, so. it's a great chat. So I guess we'll just hand it over to Megan. 
What a lovely, exciting, wonderful day it is where we get to chat to the person that is sitting opposite us today. She is a mum of one. She used to be, well, still is a hair colourist and stylist, but has kind of taken a step back after having her baby. Um, she went through IVF. She's now got an incredible blog called Mama Megan Stevens. Yeah. Is that no, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. When I thought of it, it was a bit of a mouthful now, looking back. <laughs> Mama Megan Stevens is just here today to talk about her IVF journey. Welcome, Megan. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Thanks so much. On such a rainy day as well in August. I know. Miserable. Isn't miserable it? England weather. It's like you, it. you can deal with this in the winter, but when the summer no, comes I can't. around. I can't deal with it whatever, whatever season we're in. I hate this weather. <laughs> Not for you. <laughs> no, I just like the sun and that's it. I need to live in Spain. Well, you're looking very, very tan today, so you're doing a good job on the fake tan. <laughs> <laughs> what bronzer are you using? Um, hourglass. I'm not oh, sure which oh, one. Nice it's one. like literally my favourite and it lasts me a year every time oh. I buy it. Georgia and and I, as you can see, I use quite a lot. So that's good. <laughs> we love talking about all makeup and bronzing products. Yeah. It's our it favourite subject. It is a good one. It is a good one. Um, listen, Megan, just for people that don't know about you or yeah. who you are, just tell us a little bit about the blog and what it's all about. So the reason why I started it was because I, I started it when I was pregnant and basically I wanted to kind of share our IVF journey really and that's why I started it because I just felt like I had one friend that was going through it when I was going through it but I didn't I didn't know much about Instagram I didn't know much about blogging and I just felt like it was a story that coming from someone that's quite young you always thought IVF was people that were older and they had to have it because they left it too late or you know whatever but um for me I felt like I was quite young going through it. Um, so I just wanted to share the story really about it and a bit about, you know, how we got to where we were when I got pregnant. So so tell us about the story. So, I, I mean, I got married to Jamie when I was 27. We'd been together for five years when we got married. And I wanted, well, we both wanted a family. Like literally we knew we wanted a family straight away. So I came off the pill just before we got married because people say, you know, come off the pill a bit before yep. because then yeah. your body will get used to it. But I don't know if that's true. <laughs> get uh, out your system. Is it true? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, so I did that. And then Jamie's quite impatient. Um, that's like one of his major... So I mean, he's a sex fiend. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but he's... No, he's, um, he's just so impatient. We tried naturally to conceive like... I had this idea in my head, you know, we'll have a honeymoon baby, you know. Mm. You just think that. Yeah, I, I don't know. Do. I did anyway. Very naive, I'm sure. But I just think, you know, how amazing would it be? We're going on this amazing honeymoon. Um, and then, you know, we could get pregnant because mm. I've took my fertility sticks and everything. Were you peeing you know? on sticks I was on the honeymoon? Was I peeing? No, not on honeymoon. Many other holidays, but not on the honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, many other holidays, but no, not then. But, um, yeah, so we just went, yeah, I suppose I didn't really know about your whole, now I feel like I, I know everything about when you ovulate and blah, blah, blah. But then I I probably just thought, you know, you have sex and... You get pregnant. You get pregnant. Well, do you know what? We're told like from what, 13, 14, when we have sex education, how not to get pregnant. So yeah. you expect you'd literally come you off the think, pill, oh, have unprotected sex and you'll be pregnant. In like two weeks. So if you, have, if you yeah. have sex every day in those two weeks honeymoon, then surely you're going to get pregnant. But um, yeah, no, it didn't work. And then we, for the next like year and a half, I mean, literally, I think people don't really like trying for a baby is so Cons- set, like consuming mm. like your relationship and your life 
that we just we tried for about a year and a half and then they do say try for two years before you seek help but we went and saw someone like after a year and a half and I mean I remember one holiday that we went to and it was the aim of the game this was like right let's just go on holiday relax because people would say you know you've just got to stop thinking about stop it. trying yeah just go so and enjoy hard. it just go and get like we actually had a consultant that said to Jamie just go and get drunk and have and no he said he actually said just shag her just, just go, shag her. Yeah, he said something like, you know, was he a real doctor? No, he was a real doctor. <laughs> yeah, he was like, just get drunk and just. When did you last have proper sex? Just go and have. Yeah, <laughs> that's really helpful. <laughs> he actually said this to me. Yeah, so we were like, okay. So anyway, before that, we just had low, um, like literally. I'm not joking. One holiday, we probably had sex about five five times a day. Oh wow! And that holiday, I did take did take the peeing sticks and if I had a slight like smiley face that I was ovulating a bit it was like all go but um I mean they're not really good memories to look back on because you just didn't really enjoy the holiday it was just like it was just like um um the pressure romantic no it's not it's not like love you know it's just like wham bam functional yeah exactly Mm. so yeah, then we saw a consultant after about a year and a half and they just said that, what I told you, um, about just go and have sex and try because we went and then had lots of tests. But like when you start it, you have tests in my... Um, Jamie has like one test. I mean, the guys do get off this. Uh, they don't have to do as much as the woman, obviously. But he just had... I think he just, you know, did his bit in a pot and they tested his sperm. Whereas I had like the dye in the tubes to test everything. You have to test that you're both not got any sort of diseases or anything, a lot of blood tests and stuff, a lot of internal scans. Um, And they said to me that there was nothing wrong. They said there's no evidence to show that it's just unexplained. It's no evidence to show that you shouldn't conceive naturally. What was that like for you? Well, it's frustrating because you just think, well, why hasn't it happened? Like, you always think, well, there must be something wrong. Um, But, yeah, they said there was nothing wrong. So we thought about it and we thought, look, we're still going to go ahead because it's not like we've just been told this. We've been trying for a year and a half. Yeah. So we're still going to go ahead. It. We started off on the NHS um, and it just took so long to get an appointment from one appointment to the other that... Yeah, I just wanted to ask you how your morale was, I guess. What was going on with you? Because I think a lot of people can relate to this story. Yeah. You know, a year and a half of trying for a baby is a really long time. So what was going through your head and how were you feeling in those months? Well, I was feeling a bit like uh, it was all quite... The whole process is quite traumatic because it's very invasive. Like you've ne- I've never... I would never have had an internal scan. I've never been in like a theatre room and had died yeah up inside me into my tubes and everything so everything seems like such a big deal and it was sort of overwhelming at the time Mm. did it put any pressure on your relationship um I wouldn't say at that time it put pressure on the relationship it was more like over time no to be honest Jamie is so supportive like there is absolutely nothing wrong with him it's all me so and he's never ever made me feel like that. So, so good. So we, in that sense, we've not. It puts on uh, pressure on your relationship in a romantic sense. 
Yeah. Because sex becomes like, you can't have sex at this time. You can only have sex at that time. Oh, you know, you're not having, you go through a year and a half of trying to have sex to have a baby. And then it's like, oh, Mm. you're not trying to have a baby. Eventually, when we found out, you're... Did you um, have any months where you thought you were pregnant? Oh, yeah, yeah. So what was that like? Um, it Once you do, it's not months, it's like you have two weeks of waiting. Like once you've done the IVF. You... Sorry, I meant before that. So oh, I meant before. In, in, no. When you were trying, were you, no. at any point were you I like, never I did and I always had this feeling that there was something wrong. I don't know why, I'm not sure. I, I just had this feeling in the back of my mind but then maybe that was me being negative I don't know but I just had this feeling that there was something not right Mm. and I'd never had any accidents I'd never been in any situations I mean I was always careful but we just we were together a long time Mm. and that nothing had ever yeah happened I don't know that just seemed a bit a bit strange but yeah no no scares no scares so I think that's a bit telling yeah. Well, that's what made me feel like. So talk us through the process of going down the IVF route on the NHS. Because some of you know, some people won't know where you'd start. I didn't or... get too far on it, to be honest. Okay. I, I, we went to our GP, told them, and um, they do say to you, you have to be trying for two years, I think it is, mm-hmm. before they'll help you. It's really bad. Like some boroughs don't even cover NHS funding for IVF. I heard this. Yeah. Like, and some boroughs and some areas give you three chances on the NHS. Some, some, some don't give you a t- Yeah, some give you one and some, some none, none at all. At all. Mm. So it's so bad. Like it should just be equal for everybody. And the, and honestly, the the rules that are behind it, even if they do give you a chance, if your partner's had a baby previously with someone else... I don't know all of them, but th- things like that. Well, they don't let you Then have they it. won't let you. No, so this is what happened with my sister and her husband. Her, sorry, her ex-husband, Tom. He already had a baby, a, a son who was uh, sadly not living in this country, living abroad. My sister was going through the early menopause and she was desperate. She could house a baby, but she couldn't have one of her own. Right. I've talked about this before. And so she was going down the NHS route and they were saying, look, you know, there's nothing we can do because your husband's already got a son. Yeah. She was like, well, I haven't got a baby and I'm married like, to him hey, for the rest of my life. to be with someone that that's got a baby. Yeah, no, it's terrible, really. But um, so there's quite a few rules like that. Like, I mean, we were eligible, which was good. But like I said, Jamie is a bit impatient and um, I am too, because it, it's such an emotional thing. The more one appointment to another drags on, the more you're thinking about it, the more you're waiting to find out what happens. And to be honest, just to even get the test done... It was like, go to see this consultant. Then we'd wait weeks for an appointment to be referred to another consultant. And after about three, four months, we hadn't even seen anyone apart from the GP. Mm. So I don't know if it's like that for everyone or it's just our area. But we just kept the ball rolling privately. And then if that came up, yeah. in the meantime, we thought we'd go ahead with that. Anyway, it took so long, we just, we just decided to. Luckily enough, we could afford it. But... Um yeah, so we went straight we went straight to the clinic. The worst thing we did is we in my opinion is we looked for where is local. Like my in my mind I thought, right, we've got to think of somewhere that's convenient, somewhere where we live that's local. When I was looking for a private doctor, um and I researched this guy very briefly. I didn't research this hospital enough and we went ahead with them just on the basis of, you know, thinking that Every IVF doctor, they're all doing the same thing. IVF is IVF at the end of the day. And we just went ahead with him. 
we went through the process you start with a lot of tests like I said before um just to check that you're all okay and I mean you have to get checked for like HIV AIDS everything because obviously they can't well go ahead um with with anything if you've if either of you got anything wrong with you um so we had all those tests it was okay to go ahead then you get all your medication I mean it is it's a costly process as well and did you know how much it was going to cost you from the beginning like did they sit you down and say this is going to be the process and this is going to be the fee or did they say the money could increase the more you need no they didn't really explain it that well to be honest and it does constantly it does feel like it's just bill after bill after bill um even when you get the even when you get the um medication like wow oh you need more medication you've got to have quite a big pot to be able to keep going back into it what were you looking at ballpark the f- um the first we th- we started off probably about 10 it probably ended up being about 14 14 000 pounds. pounds yeah wow yeah so that was the first <laughs> that, that was, was the first time first time yeah um so and obviously this is over a certain amount of time which is why we could afford it because it's a lot of money but it's not all of that yeah. at once it's like gradually the more deeper we got into it so yeah once you start the injections um that's the the biggest part because you're basically f- growing your follicles inside your ovaries they're pumping you with hormones and do you have to inject yourself yeah you do yeah, yeah. so it's every day um, i've done that have you yeah because i tried to um freeze some eggs oh, I so remember. i went through the whole process yeah. eventually so you have to inject your stomach every day for i think 14 days yeah it's or like two weeks two weeks yeah, yeah. so it's it's I mean, I got Jamie to do it a lot for me because I felt like it just didn't hurt as much when he did it. But actually, when he was away and then I got into the habit of... It's mm. just the scariest. It's just mm. scary, isn't it? you yeah. just got to measure it all up. I didn't want to get it wrong. And, you know, so I kind of just let him do that. And it was nice for him because he feels like he's doing something. Mm. It's really hard for the guy to watch you have to do all of this yeah. and then um, not be doing anything himself. And are there any side effects? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you're so angry. I did, were you angry? Really angry. Yeah. Really emotional. Yeah. Really bloated. So bloated. My stomach, it was like I was five or six months pregnant. And it's just uncomfortable because it's not even, it's worse than being like how you feel when you're pregnant mm. because it's it's more painful, isn't mm. it, in your tummy? Um, but yeah, you're very, oh God, you're so emotional. I was, I've been recently. And also you're take because you're, you're like, probably tripling your hormones yes it's like being on a really intense period like a really intense one for like two three weeks and the way they grow the follicles so quickly as well but like megan just said it's like a rush of hormones they want to get them as big as as big as possible because what you don't inside your ovaries you have follicles inside the follicles you have eggs so you can't actually see how many eggs you've got inside your follicles until they take them out right so the bigger the follicles are that they can see on the scan it's just more chance you've got more eggs inside them right okay so that's um we did that for two weeks and then and then we had them taken out i had the egg retrieval which is what it's called when they take the eggs out so you have no idea how many eggs you're going to get how many follicles did you have can you remember i can't remember this right it's like Oh, it's so long ago. Yeah. I can't remember. But a few, you know, they were happy to go in there and do, yeah, and do the operation. Yeah, they were totally happy. And they have to be careful because you can't go over a certain point. You can't go 
you can't overstimulate your follicles because it can become really dangerous. Right, okay. You can have something called ovarian hyperstimulation. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they have to get them out at a particular time. So by that point of growing the follicles, you're going into the hospital, the clinic, every day or two to have internal scans so that they can monitor how many you've got you know and you can see on a screen I remember this vividly because at this point obviously I didn't know if I could have children naturally they were telling me that I couldn't yeah. and I remember seeing the follicles growing up and they were going yeah we're doing really well we've got five and then the next day I'd go in and they'd go oh, that one's actually that one's died now that's gone away and we've only got four left and then the other you know two days later I'd go in and say oh actually do you know what? we've only got three follicles and by the last day there was only one wow yeah so I didn't do I didn't respond to it very well but no. I imagine for you as well it's really nerve-wracking over those days going yeah. in and just waiting to see how many you're going to get. They never t- I mean, I was lucky. They never told me that I lost any. Or but it, With me, it was always like um, some might be fluid, some might be a follicle. It's very hard for them to tell. I didn't find them to be that... This is what I was saying about the clinic. I, di- I didn't find them to be that reassuring or giving me that much really? sort of information, mm. really. But after that, we had two... So we had 13, I think, eggs in the freezer. They were fertilised with Jamie's. Wow, wow 13, that's yeah, great. So it was really good, really positive. We put one in, I think, first. And then you have like two weeks wait, where they call it the dreaded two-week wait because you have the embryo put inside you and you just have to wait literally to find out if you're pregnant to do a pregnancy test and do they tell you to do anything in those two weeks like are you supposed to relax are you supposed to like exercise well I've done it for I've done it six times now so I've googled pretty much every single thing because I you know eat pineapple eat half an avocado every there's like (laughs) really there's loads of like so many different things don't but what they do say is they say don't bend and don't lift too much which this time is really difficult with a you know a 20 month year old because I can't pick him up you're going through it again now so we're doing it again well we've just finished doing a round yeah now oh god I can't oh, wait to come to I can't wait to yeah, come I'll to this to actually yeah. Yeah. so so More they drama. they put the they put the first embryo back inside then you wait for two weeks and then what happens so you wait for two weeks uh, it depends on what clinic you're at so we've been to three different clinics but uh, the first two you had to go in for a blood test so you'd have to go in for a blood test after those two weeks they'd give you your date you'd go in for a blood test then they'd phone you that afternoon and tell you once the results back if you weren't were or weren't pregnant and that was just awful like mm. I wouldn't oh I, I would just do a pregnancy test at home because mm. even if they advise it I've now been advised you can do a pregnancy test at home and to be honest it's must much less traumatic because imagine like going in you go go all the way to the clinic wherever yeah. it may be have your blood test you've been your head is completely messed up from those two weeks anyway like every second of every day you're thinking oh did I have a a twinge oh mm. I'm feeling really tired but you know you're also taking progesterone three times a day which progesterone gives you symptoms of pregnancy and symptoms of your period mm. they just give you all your hormonal symptoms so you don't actually know if you're feeling any symptoms of pregnancy or not and it's just completely you know it's just a complete head head fuck head fuck yeah. so you can say head fuck so you went through that six times before you got pregnant Rudy was our fifth yeah so Rudy we've had one fifth. go since and then um, yeah so he was our fifth go each time we tried something different they would say 
the first two times they they sorry let me start it so the first two times they were like there must be something wrong let's look into it a little bit more so we had a scan literally just about before we were about to do our third one and he noticed some fluid near my fallopian tubes and he said that he'd like to get that checked out and we shouldn't go ahead with this third time so I went to see a specialist it was almost like this last place had missed it I don't understand I still don't know how this fluid appeared it was called something called hydrosal pinks which is damage on your fallopian tubes and it can happen for a number of reasons mine was unexplained I don't know why why I had it but they didn't spot it in all the tests before so we'd kind of wasted two two goes, goes because mm. you know we didn't know about it so we got to that point and went to see a specialist he said they can't see any more unless you have a laparoscopy and a hysteroscopy which is like a an operation to look inside you to look at your tubes so we went in uh, I went and had that done and there was a massive chance when you go in to find out whether you he said you can either clean your tubes up if you have um damage on your tubes scar tissue can create which can create fluid yes which fluid can affect implantation of the eggs so the whole point of going in for the operation he said look if we can clean them up and make them okay then great you might lose one like there looked like there was one that was damaged you might lose one tube one tube yeah so that was what i kind of went in for but you have to sign something that if he goes in and he thinks that you know, neither of them are savable or they are damaged or, you know, you're not going to conceive with these tubes in place and you could lose both. Oh, my God. So that was hard because it's the not knowing. Yeah. Um, so you'd go in, you don't know. And I'd kind of prepared myself, I think, to lose one just because I could see in the screen that that's said that one was quite damaged. By this point, we'd move to another clinic because... It's It just felt like the first clinic we were at, sorry, I'm going back, but the first clinic we were at, when I had the extraction, every it was so traumatic. So the first time I had the in- extraction, I've only had that done one, uh, once with that clinic. So that was really traumatic. I felt like they missed something when we had two goes, we'd wasted two goes. And then- So when you say traumatic, was it painful? It was painful. I was awake, I could feel the, they go up with a needle and they pierce your follicles and suck the eggs out, oh, you know. Yeah. Oh. I don't know, did you feel anything? Well, they didn't take any oh, from me because they in. all died. Oh, sorry. No, 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 it's fine. I can talk about it. Yeah. I've, had, I've had two yeah. babies. I'm so lucky that that doesn't happen Crikey, for, for a lot yeah. of people. But like a miracle. Yeah, they said um, when they did the last scan, she just said, "We, you know, there's nothing left here. We can't do it. In fact, I think there was one follicle left, but she said, we don't like to go in for one. We need to make sure yeah. that, you know that there's wow. more than one egg so yeah I didn't I didn't have to do it but yeah I, I thought most people were under so you're under local anesthetic um not general but you shouldn't feel it but I could feel everything and I remember looking at the nurse asking her for more sedative because yeah. I could feel it and I was in pain and I felt like you know when you're lying something it felt like you're sort of I could feel yeah. I just was in pain and I just thought that was normal to be honest and then I went to I just that's just what it is and then afterwards, 
just a level of care that I just didn't feel like I was really looked after. Mm. Whether you're paying or not, yeah. it wasn't that it wasn't that fact. It was just that it's such a huge thing and it's such an invasive thing, a personal yeah. thing. You want to feel like people actually care about you as an individual or as a couple. And we didn't really feel like that with that place. So we were recommended somewhere else and they were the ones that did the further investigations. And they were the ones that recommended me to have this operation. Anyway, I had the operation and I woke up and they'd taken both tubes. So it was like the worst case scenario. I know, it was, I was... Oh I was my God. Yeah, I know. But it's, I wasn't falling pregnant naturally. I wasn't falling pregnant with IVF. So it was just like the only option that I had at that time. And I had to sign something to give him the permission to yeah, do to that. Yeah, to do it. So um, what did that mean? It means that I could ne- I can never, ever conceive naturally. Right. Whether it, whether I, I know I wasn't anyway, but that was hard for yeah, me to take in. Because you've probably mm. always got in the back of your mind, you hear so many stories of people going, you know, having IVF and then the second time falling pregnant oh, naturally. You, think crazy you hear that all the time, so you don't do. you? And you say, but when that happened, I was thinking of all these crazy things. I was thinking, what if Jamie ever left me? Obviously, we're in a completely secure relationship and I don't feel like he would do that now. Mm. But what if one day he did and I would never and I never had the baby and then I would have to do this with someone else. And how would I start that whole process again as somebody? I was thinking of, of all these weird yeah. things. and It was just a complete shock. But um, after that, you just have to get on with it, don't you? I think both of us are very kind of get on with it sort of people where you just move on to the next thing but it did take me a good a good few months to get my head around around it and I did spend a lot of time at home in my pajamas crying <laughs> yeah mm. yeah and did it, you have really dark days during those months yeah definitely definitely did and I just I just didn't get dressed <laughs> my auntie said to me just take your time um and just don't get dressed just stay at home and until you feel like you're up to anything, because as soon as you get dressed, people will think you're okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And this so the other true, th- isn't it? That is so true. She's, yeah. And the other thing is, it's so, it's such a personal thing, but it's so, everybody knows about it. And you have to tell people, not because of the support, but just, well, yeah, because of the support, because of emotional support and also you know work and and it's not people's fault but people will obviously ask you those questions because you're in a marriage and it looks like everything's perfect in inverted yeah. commas people are going to go well when are you guys trying for a baby yeah and you're happy it's not people's question. fault but it's you are you have fault. to deal with that but people daily. Are, people don't mean it but they are so un- insensitive aren't they mm. i mean i remember being at an event with jamie and we've been married for well couple of years we were probably going through all our tests of IVF and this is the worst thing I think anybody uh, I've ever heard anyone saying obviously this guy wasn't a very nice guy but he actually shouted across we were at a big event having dinner shouted across the table and said to Jamie come on get on with it what are you a Jaffa <sighs> actually said that to Jamie bless Jamie there's actually nothing wrong with him anyway but you know that is that is outrageous like he's a normal guy like you know just people obviously that's an extreme case but people do 
say so many so many insensitive things so what were you saying to people when people were saying to you so oh, when, when is it going to happen when are you going to were you being honest no the biggest mistake I made was people would say you know what it's like you get married people say when are you going to have a baby yeah straight away and I said straight away I can't wait to have a baby you know like I should never have said that because mm. then everybody was then questioning, oh, what's happening? Why aren't you having a baby? And we decided not to tell everyone. I know I speak about it a lot now, and I didn't talk about it until I was pregnant. Um, but most of the, it was only close family that knew throughout the whole process at the beginning, because you just feel like the less people you have to explain things to, the less pressure on you is, mm. there is. Mm. Um, yeah. So, so you kind of kept that quite personal and quite yeah, private. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So you've been through four rounds of IVF. They've all not worked. Yeah. And so these are frozen. So the first one was fresh. The rest were frozen. Okay. And what are the clinics saying to you at this point? So, well, nothing really. I mean, I, just like... We'll just keep know, going. We'll just keep... Yeah, that's how it fits. Felt by that point, you do you don't know how you're supposed to feel, and you don't know how you're supposed to be treated because obviously it's like such yeah. a different thing, and that's why I like to talk about how you should feel because how you feel is so important um, when you're going through this process, and yeah, it was just felt like okay, let's go again, you know. Mm. Maybe try embryo glue this time. Maybe do this. Yeah, try different things. And it was up to us, really, when we were kind of ready. And the time before Rudy, I just said to Jamie, said, we could fit in another one before Christmas. I looked back and there was, like, so many Christmases, Mm -hmm. so many birthdays, so many, like, times in our life that was consumed, even though people probably didn't know, was consumed by our situation behind closed doors, like what we were doing. And I just said to him, look, we just, I just need a break. I just need a break from it all. It was my 30th and my birthday's in December so I never really did anything major for my birthday but I was like I'm gonna have a party I'm gonna let's go away let's just enjoy Christmas let's get drunk let's get drunk yeah and you know everything like because you go through phases oh I can't drink and you know you're being healthy and I just wanted to get drunk and enjoy my a couple of months with my friends and Mm. Jamie and family so we did that and I can't tell you that did me the world of good I don't think I realized how much I needed it until I yeah, did it yeah of course you do yeah. need a blowout sometimes we it's, talk about this a lot don't we <laughs> I had this big party I, I I went to um with all my friends we went to Jamaica with our friends and drank some pina coladas uh, yeah we drank so much we had so much fun and that was what we needed and we came back and I was in a different headspace and we tried again and then I fell pregnant with Rudy and how did it feel where were you when you found out firstly so the first four times I never tested um at home myself I always took their advice and I went in and I had the blood test for some and Jamie said come on let's do let's do a pregnancy I said no no just in case you can test early blah 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 it might not work and this time I just thought I didn't ever tell him how I felt because I didn't want to get his hopes up because it's very hard for him he didn't know he'd say do you feel okay do you feel any different I'd be like no I don't know I I literally don't know Mm. stop asking me (laughs) (laughs) but he'd so I just this time I just said yeah okay let's do a test because I just had a feeling did you I had a feeling because I'd never had that before 
I had a headache. You know, I just had a couple of different things. I had a headache. Oh, yeah, it could have been nothing. <laughs> <laughs> when are you pleased to have a headache? Yeah, I had a headache. My boobs were sore and I was like, I just feel like I had a feeling about it. And I knew I could have been completely wrong, but I just felt a little bit different. So we did it and I was pregnant. So I did the <gasps> test at home. Oh, Yeah, and I just... I wanted to cry, I wanted to scream, but I didn't want to move. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to like for nine months the baby to fall out. <laughs> I know that sounds so ridiculous, no, but I was not so careful because I just thought I waited so long for this. I can't, I can't do anything, you know. But yeah, so you know that was it, and then I was pregnant. It was amazing, and I enjoyed every second of my pregnancy. I bet you did. I really did. I mean, obviously, you have. I, I was lucky. I had a very low risk pregnancy after everything. It, it, even if with I, even if you have uh, conceived with IVF, it doesn't mean you're going to have a high risk pregnancy. I had a completely yeah. normal pregnancy. Mm. I any sickness? I was nauseous. Yeah. I was never actually sick, which is a bit annoying but sometimes. I, I bet you were like, I like. I feel it. sick. I like it. Yeah, it's because the baby's it. there. Yeah. yeah, and I just. Um, I just loved it. I just loved the feeling of like having a bump and just, I just literally soaked up every second mm. of it. I was very careful for the first three months. I didn't really do much. Mm. I didn't even load the dishwasher. Great. <laughs> yeah, I was I mean, just yeah, like, I can't that's... do it. I can't bend over, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> you say it's great, but it's actually really annoying because everything around you is falling to shit. And you, but you think, oh no. No, so I'm, worth it. It's not worth it's it. Worth I'm, not, it. I'm, not, I'm not moving. But um, I did obviously still go to work and stuff. But yeah, it was it was amazing. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. So after all those tries and after all of that, you know, emotional energy and all the the cost as well because yeah. you know there's going to be lots of people listening to this that won't be able to afford private no. and you know I think at that point we need to yeah. say here that the NHS are there they do offer they it they are there and I'll tell you what and also also is there because we've gone to a new clinic now and there is payment plans okay for it which might be helpful to some and if I was going into it and I knew about this it would definitely have been something I would have looked into right. there's, there's ones that are slightly more expensive but you can get 
so many tries and you get all your money back if it doesn't work right you know, wow. there, there is certain things out there now that you can do which which really helpful to a lot of people i just think that there's there's going to be parents listening that are staring down the barrel of you know no finances in the no. bank and th- and that is a reality and to be honest with you if i was faced with the prospect of having to pay for ivf now i couldn't do it either it's yeah. a huge expense yeah, yeah, but is. i think don't what i want to say is i don't want those people to be disheartened listening to this thinking well I can't pay for a private doctor, so I no. can't have a baby. You can have a baby. Yeah. You need to investigate and you need exactly. to knock down the door hard and you need to make it happen yeah, for you. Yeah, you do. Like, you you have to literally fight fight for it. Yep. But it, it can happen, depending on your areas and mm. stuff. But, mm. but, yeah. So you're going through it again now? So we're, well, we, we had one left frozen um, after Rudy. We thought, well... We've got this one. We'll try it. It didn't work. That was probably about three, four months ago. Okay. So we put two in with Rudy. So with IVF, you people always say, "Oh, oh, you could get twins." Yeah. Oh, oh, you've done IVF. You could get twins. twins. But it doesn't work like that because you either put two in. Obviously, they can split, which I didn't realise. So you could get twins could get like twins. anybody else. Yeah. But you put two in. So right. that's why you would get twins. You, okay. yeah, my husband, yeah, time. yeah, my sister-in-law went through IVF and she's okay. got twins. Oh, boy wow. and a girl. And they yeah. put two in. Yeah, they put two right. in. And the yeah. aim of putting two in is to better your chances of getting one. It's not really to get twins. And so I put two in with Rudy. So I've got it in my head now that two, I need two, some, I need yeah. some extra boost in my body to get one. But I only had one left. That didn't work. And then... This time, so then we had to start all our injections again and start oh, that so again. Sorry, and we have again. gone for a payment plan this time, which is more suited to us and like our history, so we can save money. And I've actually used my my grandfather passed away in um, December last year. I'm sorry, Megan. No, no, it's really hard. He's such an amazing guy, but um, he left all his grandchildren a little bit of money, mm. um, and I that's what I used for mm. for it because I just thought. It's something, you know, special. He he absolutely adored Rudy. Mm. Um, so I just put that That's what he would have wanted. Yeah. yeah. And um, so we did that and went for a payment plan for that. So we got recommended another clinic, the third clinic. But I can't tell you, like, even if you're with the NHS, um, find a doctor that you really, really like, like, it's so important to for them to make you feel confident that is everything and like confident in them and just happy with how they're treating you because this guy was just a completely different kettle of fish i i said to him you know i just feel like every time i have to explain to i see a different doctor i have to explain to them you know like oh there's this wrong there's that wrong and it's so much to take in and remember and I've seen him in every scan and every mm. everything and he's really been been great but yeah he we've started did all the injections again it's very different when you've got a baby cuz yeah, yeah I bet. it's a lot more to deal with but um and you have to ask for a hell of a lot more help yeah absolutely which, yeah. which is lovely and we're really lucky we don't have anyone I've got family close by and Jamie's family live in Somerset, but I don't have either of my parents around. So it's more like my aunties or, yeah. you know, my brothers, but they work. So, you know, I had to have Jamie's mum come and move in for a couple of days. Then he had to take time off work. Yeah. 
especially in those two weeks wait Mm. the rest of the time you just have to get on with it so I guess the the question to kind of wrap things up is um how would you feel if Rudy is the only one because you 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 are kind of facing the potential that that might happen it might not yeah but uh, you know is this going to be something that you're going to charge on with until you have a second baby before we started this again we did discuss it we just thought you know Mm -hmm we've got this amazing little boy he but we always thought we would have more than one Mm. yeah and it was just our choice we just said no we want a bigger family we're both on the same page and we'll just give it a go if we only have Rudy then he's amazing yeah it's more for him that I want him to have a sibling you know I want him to have someone to grow up with and not be an only child yeah I wasn't Jamie wasn't and I love my brothers, I'm very close to them. So I'd like him to have that, so it's more for him. But if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. How many it, Things are, are out you... of your hands, aren't they? Yeah. I've got, we've got 12 frozen. Okay. From this time, this round. So two in each time, so six goes? And yeah, because we've paid for it all up front. Yeah. This time, we. that's what we've got. If that doesn't work, then... That'll be it. <laughs> I'm keeping all my fingers oh, and toes, too. both Georgia and I sitting here <laughs> yeah. with everything crossed for you. Will Thank you let you. us know how you get on, please? Yeah, I will. I will. Yeah, of course. And for anybody listening that's going through it, what would you say to them or thinking about going through it? I am... Um, just follow your gut. Just don't let it stay together. Talk about it with each other. It's really important because it can become like all you talk about, but then it can distance you from each other so keep talking about it do whatever you feel is right don't talk about it to family and friends sometimes that puts more pressure on but if you want to tell them then go ahead but make sure you choose the right place for you as well that's really important Mm. it is a really hard emotional roller coaster but it's worth it every second Mm. when you get pregnant you have Mm. that baby (laughs) now every episode I mentioned this we do talk about our five favourite products obviously we're not going to talk about our five favourite products to do with the subject that we've been talking about (laughs) but (laughs) we would love to hear what your five favourite like mum products are like whether that be amazing concealer that cover you know your tired tired eyes eyes, or you know a nappy bag that you love yeah I a white noise machine. <laughs> I'm uh, with yeah, you, sister. I, like, we've got this hush machine. It's hush, Marpak hush machine. You I get it from Amazon. Called. Amazon, yeah. yeah. And it is amazing. Like, wherever... I remember being able to do anything. I don't use it so much now, but when he was younger, I could go out shopping and people would look at me like there's an aeroplane in the room. <laughs> what, like, I didn't sh- care. Sh- when it's just a constant... Sh- <laughs> 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 and everyone would look at me I think, I don't care. I'm shopping and, you know, he's asleep. asleep. I've got to tell you something funny about this quickly. So we've used the shisha. Well, yeah, the shisha since Kit was born. Yeah. And then it turned to the... Yeah. And then we, 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 um, both Dozer and I had to go away for the night and work. So they stayed over at our childminders who absolutely adores them. And she's kind of in her 60s and she's like old school mum, right? And I was like, oh, God, I haven't packed the white noise machine. She was like, load of old rubbish. She was like, he doesn't need it. I was like, he cannot sleep without it. And she was like, well, I'll see about that. 
slept through the night no white noise machine not and she get she, she, we don't use it have anymore. you tried it we don't oh, use it we don't use it it's gone she's got us off it so i love she i was with you, you. The white noise. Was, but don't i like i said second time round i wouldn't have any of the sleep aids yeah. at all i'd be like no no sleepy oh, head got no, everything. You, yeah, so, so after like one night of having Gigi, i was like okay bring in bring in all the sleep aids yeah. <laughs> yeah. and now i'm back with all of them again <laughs> oh you've got to do what you can to get sleep it doesn't matter what you use in my opinion <laughs> so true but um yeah that's definitely a, a big one for me um the concealer i use i use a really cheap concealer but i think it's amazing it's a maybelline oh i love maybelline just from boots savers yeah boots anywhere and it's literally a uh, maybelline it's got a little sponge on the end Oh, I've seen people using this. Get it out, get it out. Get it out. Get it out, get it out. Oh, she's rummaging around in her very, very lovely bag. Yeah, with all my makeup shoved in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, look, I've used it so much. Oh, yes. I have the name. Eraser. Something Eraser. Maybelline. That's a really good tip. That is good. That is an amazing concealer and really cheap and easy to get everywhere because that's annoying, isn't it? When you haven't got time, you just need something easy. Yeah. And I think you can get it on Amazon too. Um, so hush machine, I can see that. Oh, probably my bronzer, which yeah. is hourglass, and it's an investment, but it lasts you a year. I use it every single day, and it lasts me exactly a year, and that's important. Can we talk about hair products too? Because hair obviously, products. you yeah, are a hairdresser, hair and Georgia well. always says it. If you're feeling blue, go and get a um a blow dry. A blow she dry. says it like yes. solves all your problems. <laughs> Tea and a blow dry can it solve is, any problem. It is, yeah. I love a blow dry. So. The best product for your hair, I think whatever hair you've got, long, long, short, blonde, dark, is the Kerastase oil. Got it. Yeah. Have you got, got it? it? The gold got it. one. It, it, the gold yeah. one. You can, you don't need much. It will last you forever. Yeah. Great on holiday. Great at home when it's rainy, sunny, whatever. Put it in wet, put it in dry. That's my favorite product for my hair. Amazing. Do you like the Matrix? I've got the Matrix heat protector, the one that comes in the pink spray. Don't like that one. Look at your face. Me neither. (laughs) Gets rid of it. Gets rid of it from cupboards. It makes my hair feel a bit... Oh, right. Yeah. Shit. (laughs) Kerastase all the way. Kerastase, yeah. Invest. Invest, yeah. Um, What else? What about like pram, travel buggy, anything like that? Travel buggy, well... We spent quite a lot of money on other things. So <laughs> travel buggy, I just thought, oh, I didn't, I really wanted to get a yo-yo, but it was too expensive. So we decided to, we've got a mother care, Joey. Ah, uh, yeah. Jo- I, is that how, how's that how you say it? Well, because we got into trouble for it, didn't we? Yeah, we did. did. you? Joey. Joey. It's French. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's... <laughs> Come on, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> that's like when I am... Um, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was a Joey inspired by mother care yeah they're great pat, they're pram, great and literally folds up cabin cabin size it's like yeah. a quarter of the price of a yo-yo and we've used it on every holiday brilliant amazing that's a great I'm, tip yeah i'm sure it's it you know it's done the job yeah great it's been amazing so lovely brilliant i think that's Thank only four you. though what can we just talk about your breast really breastfeeding friendly jumpsuit boiler suit that you're wearing yes. today? Because this is a good one if you're a breastfeeding mum. Yeah. People keep asking us various like, where's your shirt from? I'm like, it's from Tesco's F and F, and you're F&F. wearing F and F today. It is. It's amazing, it's and a how amazing suit. that you can go to food, do your food shop, 
and pick out some nice clothes too. <laughs> that's that's it, it is, it's gorgeous. It's basically my new um like Selfridges. Because <laughs> I yeah. go in there, I'm like, broccoli, oh, jumpsuit for yeah, me. Yeah, you can get makeup in there yeah. as well. Yeah, you can. And yeah. yeah, and the kids' clothes are really cute Really too. cute. They're so cute. So, yeah, this is FNF. But, yeah, it's lovely. I we'll be posting it. a photograph of what Megan's wearing we and will. you can get it at the moment. It's gorgeous. It is really cute. Thank you. Amazing. Megan, thank you so much. Thank I feel like that's been me. super helpful to anyone oh, going through it so. at the moment. So, yeah, and obviously you can follow Megan um Mama Megan Stevens on Instagram. Thank you, lovely. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Wow. I know. What a woman. Absolutely. I think, God, I, I learned so much from her. Yeah, I did. This... I had no idea the ins and outs of it at all. No, me neither. And also, it still blows my mind um, that the, it's different you get different help depending where you live yeah. I just cannot get my head around that I know what just because of your postcode yeah it, it, it exactly. depends on how many goes you get or even if you get a go on the NHS that's ridiculous it is ridiculous isn't it yeah what I really admired about Megan was how strong she was you know you could see that she was obviously very emotional but she's 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 had to be this really I don't know yeah the strength that she was exuding you could just feel it couldn't yeah, you yeah absolutely like she knew that she wanted to have a baby and she's going through it again to try and have number two I mean yeah. Jesus Christ I know exactly what, what, what a lady she was absolutely incredible and also just I found her talking about how it feels when you're going through it yeah and, you know, you still have to socialise and how maybe you don't want to tell people that you're going through mm. it. It's just, yeah, I mean, if, yeah. It, you know, if any of your friends are going through it or um, you're thinking of going, you know, thinking of going down that road, definitely um, check out Megan's blog and her Instagram, po- um, her Instagram post because she can give you so much information. And she did send me a message after the podcast. I wanted to read it out. She said, hi, Zoe. I wish I'd said this at the time. I had uh, At the time I had my extraction, I didn't feel a thing, as it may scare people, but that was just that hospital. Thank you for having me so much. So she wanted to say that, you know, she, she didn't feel a thing when she had her extraction. So she she didn't want to scare people off, I think. Yeah. So we've got that on the podcast for you, Megan. We have. Don't be, fr- yeah, don't be <laughs> frightened. It doesn't hurt. Um, and also, you know, Georgia and I, as we've said, like we haven't been, we haven't been through it, but there are loads of support groups out there there are um, we found a couple online the fertility network uk.org looks like a really fantastic uh, fantastic one we've had that recommended to us as well so that's a place where um, it kind of offers groups a chance to meet up face to face or you can do it online if you want chat and share experiences with others who are also trying to conceive yeah. so there are some great networks out there exactly and as Megan said as well obviously Megan went down the private route but you know there are so many success stories um, where people have gone um, through the NHS and, yep. and you know managed to conceive so I think it's a really good idea to find out what is available in your area um and yeah obviously knock knock all those doors down and keep going you're going to get your baby in the end keeping all our fingers and toes crossed for you if you're going through it right now um that is the end of the podcast for this week thank you so much for listening to this one we really hope you've liked it um as always you can rate review and subscribe to made by mama's podcast and obviously if you'd like to give us a little five-star review we would love that that would be fantastic and also you can contact us (laughs) um at made by mamas on instagram or on zoe's at zoe hardman yes and we're going to be back uh next week for more chat on parenting we'll see you then When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. 
You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.